0: It
1: was really cool. But
0: uh, I, didn't, I couldn't hear
1: what you guys were hearing, so we're having a. I, um, I mean, I can I can hear your. I can hear you. you can hear the beat? I can hear your voice in there. You can, yeah. can hear it, right? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. you guys I can that's why hear just my I can hear your voice.
0: Yeah, I can hear your voice. Yeah. If I would have bought my PA, it would have
1: been perfect. Can, like, yeah, because you did last time. This show was lit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he said, "Pals would just put like crap in the He's going crazy." He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because he was he's hard. It's like, it's going crazy. We're having a grand opening event in July. Oh yeah, right Yeah, we got a reggae band.
2: I would well, love to. You. Yeah. Uh, what is your... Uh... Do you have a little Yes, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> so, yeah, Scottie's on, that's on, that's on, that's
3: on that's in. the Cove. You'll be there Friday, May 14th for a guest spot. People can go to uh and find out more. So, uh, did you? you didn't expect to win the contest at all, right? No, I mean, I
1: knew that. minutes each so maybe about 10 to 12 minutes
3: yeah and you were consistent you had them roaring you continued to win they voted on the app you were the reigning king of the mountain like it must have been great so.
1: yeah it felt really good especially because it was on my birthday too so it was like a nice little treat for me perfect Okay, so we are now about to embark
3: on watching this movie, and everyone at home is going to press play at the same time as us in the
1: studio. So take it away, Alex. All right, let's get on with our countdown. Three, two, one, go.
4: That was a great celebrity uh, comedian countdown, Carl. A you great- did yourself. That was delightful. This, this, this is probably the best.
3: We'll can replay we this one next show and next show and next show.
4: Why don't we just have a show of your introduction? Oh, my God. Is he doing stand-up? No. Munchies uh, at the high school. Dude, yeah. Ronald Reagan high school for 94? Right. They will make multiple political
3: Ryan, Ronald Reagan insulting jokes.
4: Was this shot in, like,
3: Orange County? It was shot in L.A. That's all I got out of the internet.
4: Look, it's Carl. Oh, my God, Carl. You didn't tell me you were this band.
3: Yeah. We're doing a song <clears throat> called You
4: Make Me Hungry. He's I the, got the munchies.
3: Yeah. He's talking about
4: seeing this girl and, oh, man, what she's eating. You make me hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at everyone just partying down the hallway. It must be loud. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, he's killed Archie's cardigan. Riverside, right? Rip, not Rutgers, New Jersey. It's Riverside. Yeah, this is California. But oh, look,
3: that's Gabe Dodge. Like as a freshman in high school, he's the kid from the last Munchies movie.
4: God, he's grown. Gage Dobson. He did pretty. Oh, my God. Do not pull that lever. <laughs> Unless you're the coyote, then it's not going to work.
3: So Munchie is just continuing to make that guy's life fun. You see he's blowing up the school. He blew up the school. He, did,
4: like. uh, sorry, he also took a flag with him.
3: No, the, the, the um, internet told me that this was edited from a movie called Screwballs,
4: 1983. Like they reused the explosion. <gasps> yeah. I wonder if those kids dancing in the street is also from the 1983 movie. <laughs> it could be. No, it's probably just the explosions. But I
3: went and found screwballs and basically yeah. fast forwarded through it. I did not find the
4: school blowing up. Show weird. The internet lied. See, yeah. that's why you got to. That's why you got to do some book research about Munchie Strikes Back. Oh my God, no. he died too. He's in heaven. Well, the thing is, blowing up the school was just too much. So he's.
3: It does look like. Like the pearly gates, but no, he's just gone to this like
4: netherworld where Kronos is judging. He didn't just blow up a school, and there's Abraham Lincoln, Colonel Sanders, and Pelvis Presley. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a chicken. (laughs) Yep. Oh, see, I have my ID. Here it is, asshole. I'm on the five. Was that a five? Look at my. He's on the Didn't he get the bum deal when it came to currency, Lincoln? He's on a penny.
3: Yeah, that's the lowest form of low, especially, I mean, it used to be the most frequently coined used, oh, but yeah. not in our world.
4: Well, I used to play a game of whist, and uh, I would get a glazed ham, and then I would see the mananae and watch the cereal. And that cost me at least two cents. Hmm. Back in the 1860s. Yeah. How is
3: it? <laughs> Kronos. Yeah, it was yeah, Kronos, which is... Like, that's Zeus's father in Greek mythology. It doesn't make sense, really. They just want
4: to. of course, it stands for.
3: Song. Uh, my turn ons are satin sheets. And the way champagne tickles my nose. Uh, I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh uh, uh, duh.
4: Hi, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-welcome-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, of course, it stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. L-W is welcome? Great. I love that. The welcome. The welcome.
3: welcome.
1: Let's welcome uh, all... <laughs> uh, <laughs> to a full movie.
4: I had some uh, kind of funny Twitter people just randomly pick me and they're like, What is LWAFLM And the guy's like, It stands for Lagoons Watermelon. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> well, we do what our show is that we LWAFLM OYT. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. You watch the movie with us with the sound off, but you listen to the podcast at the same time, and wow. you get an even and better experience. Listen, I, I would have enjoyed I would have enjoyed *Tenet* so much more had uh, Carl was talking to me the entire time. Right? Well, this guy, you see, and that camera angle. <laughs> so that guy, he was never in another movie. Uh, all right, well, we our show streams first on the delightful MutinyRadio.fm. Mutiny, why not make a donation? Mm. MutinyRadio.fm, it has a community ra- uh, internet radio station right in the heart of the mission and uh, has a lot of programming 24-7. You can just go in there. We have a MU3 link, but if you go to MutinyRadio.fm, you can find us. We're on 2 o'clock pacific standard time every sunday it's a pleasure to be on the station station yeah. is sponsoring us we want you to go donate some money to mutiny radio they do live comedy shows it's compliant it's safe it's safe uh they have a lot of great stuff and so go to venmo and uh, donate some money at yeah. mutiny radio and help the station out they may have a gofundme you can go type in GoFundMe if that's your speed but the memo helps. Every little helps, Carl.
3: Yes, absolutely, including the donate button, which never gets the respect it should. Just go to uh, MutiRadio.fm and hit donate.
4: Hit donate. You will not get a don- uh, donut. Donut. Yeah, you would don't give the money. donut button. I mean, have it if you wish, but all of Carl. Before we before I find uh before we start the show, I have a delightful anecdote. I had an opportunity to perform uh, online, and I got an email, and it said. Uh, List lineup will be selected randomly. And okay. I thought, great, I'm going first. <laughs> and guess what, Carl? I went yeah. first. Oh, what a coincidence. Yeah. Only 25 years of doing this. How did I know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the movie today? Today we are watching
3: Munchie Strikes Back, 1994. Munchie Strikes Back, 1994, that is what you'll put uh, in the YouTube search.
5: And we like Chris's
4: movies. Chris's movies. All right. Go where you have to sigh every time you say Munchie Strikes Back. Listen, uh, I got to let everyone know
3: that you spell Munchie without a Y. It's I-E, which is dumb.
4: M-U-N-C-H-I-E. Carl, you spell Munchie with a Y. (laughs) Yeah. Freak. (laughs) <laughs> I've never. That's Munchie, right? That's like bunchy Munchie. Well, there's no such word as Bunchie, but I know where you're going with that. Yeah, I got the Munchies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let oh, us get the Munchies. Your underwear, Mike,
3: your underwear. It's so bunchy. Oh, my God.
4: straight now. <laughs> oh, you saw that when I was getting my coffee? Uh, Video. <laughs> this is the third Munchies movie. Uh, we have watched and done podcasts for the 1987 movie Munchies, which was R-rated. And this right. was a, then they made, it was popular, it sold well. So Roger Corman's company, producer Roger Corman's company, uh, made a, a family-friendly direct-to-video sequel, which we watched, called Munchie, right. singular.
3: Which was and, no sting, it was
4: not a sequel. No, oh no, no, it was a family-friendly adjunct, a family-friendly, I guess. Yeah, film. And this is a sequel of
3: that, but kind of even not.
4: Okay, and uh, from just the trailer alone, which we've watched several times on the show, um, one of the characters, one of the actors shows up. Yeah, that's right. On the second. All right, so let us go to Munchie Strikes Back. Go ahead and find it. Uh, 1994 is hosted by Chris's Movies. Yeah. Yeah, Chris's Movies. Find it, click the link, hit pause as soon as it stops buffering. Let the ad run uh pause it move the timer to zero 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 we at the count of go at the count of go we will uh launch the movie and i'm very excited uh carl has found the funniest comedian mm-hmm. in the world just yeah. coincidentally from new jersey i don't well, know who he does this person is from new jersey but it's in the world yeah the, yeah the world of new jersey uh i haven't i haven't heard this segment i don't know who it is but he's probably my he or she is probably my favorite comedian or uh, they, I've, I've ever seen. Carl, take it away.
3: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with Alex Dileski. Hey, everyone. Hey, Alex. So, you've got a great podcast. Uh, it's called Ad Libs. What? People can find that on uh, iTunes, etc. cetera?
1: Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean. Uh, that's pretty much it tell us about it well what it is it's pretty much just me ranting and playing with comedic ideas improvising weekly just really is a, a way for me to uh, practice my voice in comedy and just try to get my timing and and my my voice fluctuations uh, right gotcha and mostly just for fun really
3: So we got to know each other on the open mic scene, that's true, but most recently you came to light as you won the King of the Mountain Comedy Competition at Scotty's.
1: I did, I won. I was nervous, but I pulled through.
3: (laughs) And from that you won a guest spot, and you'll be appearing there Friday, May 14th. Yes, I can't wait. I've, I've been practicing a lot. So it, it's Scotty's Pub and Comedy Cove. You'll be there Friday, May 14th for a guest spot. People can go to uh and find out more. So, uh, did you, you didn't expect to win the contest at all, right? No, I mean, I knew
1: that I possibly could have, but I really wasn't expecting it, honestly. I was just there to have fun. Now, you kept
3: going back up. You had to come up with. N- so, how much, how many
1: minutes do you think you did? Well, the first one, I think, was three and a half, four minutes, and then I went up... like that. Yeah, I went up, like, uh, three or four more times after that, two minutes each, so maybe about 10 to 12 minutes.
3: Yeah, and you were consistent. You had them roaring. You continued to win. They voted on the app. You were the reigning king of the mountain. Like, it must have been great, so...
1: Yeah, it felt really good, especially because it was on my birthday, too, so it was, like, a nice little treat for me. Perfect. Okay, so we are now
3: about to embark on watching this movie, and everyone at home is going to press play at the same time as us in the studio. So take it away, Alex.
1: All right, let's get on with our countdown. Three, two, one, go. That was a great celebrity uh,
4: comedian countdown, Carl. You did yourself. That was delightful. This, this, this is probably the
3: best. We can, we'll can we replay this one next show and next show and next show.
4: Why don't we just have a show of your introduction? Oh, my God. Is he doing stand-up? No. Munchie's uh, at the high school. Dude, yeah. Ronald Reagan high school for 94?
3: Right. They will make multiple political Ryan, Ronald Reagan insulting jokes.
4: Was this shot in, like, Orange County?
3: It was shot in L.A. That's all I got out of the internet.
4: Look, it's Carl. Oh my God, Carl! You didn't tell me you were in this band. Yeah, we're doing a
3: song called "You Make Me Hungry."
4: He's I like, got the munchies. Yeah, he's talking about seeing this girl, and oh man, what she's eating! You make me hungry. Oh my God! Look at everyone just partying down the hallway. It must be loud. Yeah. Oh my God! He's he's called Archie's Cardigan. Riverside. Right. Not Rutgers, New Jersey. It's Riverside. Yeah, this is California,
3: buddy. Look, that's Gabe Dodge. Like, as a freshman in high school, he's the kid from the last Munchies movie.
4: God, he's grown. Gage Dobson. He did pretty good. Oh, my God. Do not pull that lever. (laughs) Unless you're the coyote, then it's not going to work.
3: So Munchie is just continuing to make that guy's life fun. You see he's blowing up,
4: this he school. up the school. He blew up the school. He also took a flag with him.
3: No, the, the, the um, internet told me that this was edited from a movie called Screwballs,
4: 1983. Like they <gasps> reused the explosion. Yeah! I wonder if those kids dancing in the street is also from the nineteen eighty three movie. <laughs> it could be. No, it's probably just the
3: explosions. But I went and found screwballs and basically yeah. fast forwarded through it. I did not find the school blowing up.
4: Show weird. The internet lied. See, yeah. that's why you got to. That's why you got to do some book research about Munchie Strikes Back. Oh my God, no. he died too. He's in heaven. Well, the thing is, blowing up the school was just too much.
3: So he's. It does look like. Like, the pearly gates. But no, he's yeah. just gone to this, like, netherworld where Kronos is judging Whoa. him. He didn't just
4: blow up a school. And there's Abraham Lincoln, Colonel Sanders, and Elvis Presley. Yeah, exactly He's got right. a piece of a chicken. Yep. <laughs> oh, see, I have my ID. Here it is, asshole. I'm on the five. Is that a five? Look at my... No, he's on the- he's- Didn't he get the bum deal when it came to currency, Lincoln? He's on a penny.
3: Yeah, that's the lowest form of low. Especially, I mean, it used to be the most frequently coined used. But not
4: in our world. Well, I used to play a game of whist, and uh, I would get a glazed ham, and then I would see the mananae and watch the cereal. And that cost me at least two cents. Hmm. Back in the 1860s. Yeah. I was... (laughs) Kronos.
3: Yeah, Kronos, which is... Like, that's Zeus's father in Greek mythology. It doesn't make sense, really. They just wanted a cool name. And that's he's incredible. saying, listen, yeah. we're going to send you to the most boring star system in, in the uh, universe. Because, you know uh-huh. Just to contain you. You just sit there and be bored. So he's like, give me another chance. And Elvis will speak on his behalf. And then he gets to go help, you know, gets to go help another kid on Earth.
4: No, so let me get this straight. We just saw the uh, years later from sequel from the, se- the second movie. So we yes. see the kid growing up. We see the school and the flag post mm-hmm. blow up. He he dies. He goes to purgatory.
3: Well, he doesn't and- die. He doesn't die. He gets called up there. You see, he's like an all-being. He's like from a race that went extinct, Munchie, and he can't really die.
4: Oh, man, this is all sarcastic. You got Cleopatra and Marilyn Monroe? That's right. And she was doing, I'm a stereotype
3: icon. You know, she's doing her (laughs) standard.
4: You're doing your Marilyn Monroe.
3: Yeah. I I think
4: it's so cute. The lineup will be selected randomly. That's like, Carl, that's that's like when you do a show and the host comes up and he goes, "Uh, You have a preference? You always (laughs) say, Yeah, I do have a preference. Because if you go, Oh, no, no, it's fine. Do your thing. You're going to go first. Yeah, you're going first. I like going
3: first because I set the tone for the room. There's nobody else before me who, like, set up the room. I agree with you. You have to have that attitude. You have to have that attitude. Comedians always say, warm up the room for me, as if – like, you get up there and tell your first joke, and maybe they're with you. They'll be forgiving for a couple jokes, but if you're not good – it doesn't matter who goes before you. Anyway, the room is a blank slate when no one goes before you. And they're like, I'm here to see a comedy show. I'm looking at a stage. I, a guy's got a mic in his hand. I'm ready to be entertained. You know, it's good to go first. You set the tone.
4: These credits are great. The end. These credits are great, Carl. What? How did he do it? Did he just like, I want 2001 intro? It's
3: terrible. It's terrible and it's cheap. And last time he did those chattering teeth Oh, yeah, it? it's just a it's just... set. I oh, mean, it's the same old stupid song. We put it on. And well, they're true. not doing the. Da-na-na-na-na. We came John the here. It is John Biner. John Biner. Now,
4: he was in Munchie as the judge. That's right. When you see his face, you'll know exactly who he is. Yeah, he's like the funniest, unfunny comic I know, right? right. Like, this guy's been decades worse, and he's, he's great, exactly. but you watch him and you go. I should laugh. I really should laugh. It's right. show's Bizarre. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he put oh, a lot yeah. of effort into it.
3: He started out, like, on one of those America's Got Talent kind of shows. It was like a Steve Allen thing or something. I don't know. Yeah. And he just does a million impressions, and he got work off of doing those millions impressions on Johnny Carson and stuff, and he would go on to have a long-ass career all long-ass. on
4: television. Yeah, well, he had that uh, Showtime show, Bizarre, it was like a sketch comedy yeah. show with tits. And then uh, he showed up, My Five Wives. I can't stop talking about that Ronnie Dangerfield movie. He's in it. Yep, he is. Preston Gates, he plays. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I like the guy, but I don't know. I guess it's those Aardvark, Anthony Aardvark uh, cartoons. Like, I just could That click came with
3: directly out of his doing voice impressions. People were like, I got a great gig for you. Now, we're used to hearing John uh, Mason play uh the uh wait am i wrong yeah he played the ant like it was a jewish ant jackie Mason. yeah well in the early 60s this guy did both the uh the uh ant and the aardvark
4: huh i don't know it's such a weird show look at this office jesus christ is this like a furniture store this is yeah it's a movie set is
3: exactly what it is this is our bad guy, and he is a richy-rich, snobby, snobby guy. His name is Shelby Carlisle. He was in the first one. Remember, he was the husband for Lonnie Anderson, the love in- Was
4: No, 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 he wasn't the husband. He was the love interest, yeah. And the kid said, uh-uh, no can do. And Munchie said, I'm your id, kid. I'll fuck him up.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. And he's going to get fucked up again, but not... Like, Munchie Strikes Back implies, like it's the same family the same situation and now he is the dad and and but that's you know from the trailer but that's he's really a, a he is the same character but he's he a really executive guy so right okay. now he's okay this is leslie and down
4: who we sure. saw in meeksville ghost um, oh jesus christ carl i'm gonna walk the room don't mention that movie <laughs> I enjoyed that. that Just did that movie. <laughs> I hate that
3: movie. She was in Wally Sparks. She'll like that.
4: Oh, okay. Rodney Dangerfield tried to cover up the stick that was fucking Beeksville <laughs> ghost. I Jen didn't. Enjoy, I didn't enjoy that film. I, I didn't. enjoy that. That that film was hard, man. That was like a bunch of l- a lumpy coal in your stocking. <laughs> so he's so, always like he's always aggressive. I guess so, this is like humor nineties
3: yeah he, he well the director's setting us up right from the beginning don't like this guy because we're gonna fuck him up and you we want you to cheer when that happens and you know, kids yeah well he, he, basically he's he's coming on to the mom he's like right so this
4: is a kids movie from the 90s where there's like sexual harassment this is no wonder the new generation that that last generation is fucked up huh this is what they were raised on
3: it is exactly sexual harassment and she will go on to get fired because she refuses.
4: Yeah. God, look, it's a sunny day outside for sure. Oh yeah. Look, (laughs) look, it's touching. Yeah, I know.
3: Will that be all Mr. Carmichael? Yes, that will be quite all.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a lot. I like the lighting. That's in civil dining and, uh, Moonlighting, have I seen such uh, highlighted...
3: I have to tell you that even though that was a bad choice, it shows us that the cinematographer's giving a shit. <laughs> and he's, you know, the director's saying, soften
4: her up. You know what I mean? They're trying oh, is what I'm trying to say. Well, Leslie us down, like, she's famous for something, right? Is she like Upstairs, downstairs started her. She was English. She is English. Hmm. This is
3: England. Yeah. You're not supposed to steal. This, <laughs> this is England. God damn it, class break up already. This is how we feel. <laughs> Bagpipes. I went to saw them at the Spectrum, the new Clash, and I loved
4: watching Joe Strummer. And oh, that I bet. All. That is all oh i bet that's like a pleasure to see that guy live uh given the opportunity but you had to watch the new clash
3: yeah that's right you had to see the people to the 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 bass player was there paul Simonon. but it just it wasn't i saw the clash in asbury park and then i saw the new clash because it's like that's all the world had to offer they're coming around you want to see joe Joe strummer
4: yeah was it was the old clash better Oh, God, yes. Now,
3: I met the new Clash, but I didn't give a shit. I only cared about me.
4: It's <laughs> not those little 16-year-old. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Biner. <laughs> I
3: want you to know that I was 18 at the time. Thank you.
4: Okay. Yeah. I think okay. the, the first concert, yeah. Okay, so, was seven. Uh, go ahead. Your first concert? It wasn't my first. My first concert was the Stray Cats with... Uh, oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, and I forgot what New Jersey town it was. It might have been Parsippany. And they're like, there's a rumble in Parsippany tonight. And was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to fuck suburbia up. But, around, but when I was like 17, I did see uh, Henry Rollins' band uh, at uh, Hoboken and Maxwell's. And God, what an experience. Black flag. It wasn't even black flag. It was him with his shirt off going, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool to,
3: to to see him. You know, I mean, to yeah, see the oh. Flash, it's sort of like seeing the Beatles in the day for me. That was luck. Oh, absolutely,
4: we we're very lucky. And then you got to see the best of the Beatles, starring Peter Best.
3: <laughs> good one.
4: Well, that was the name of his album. Don't get me wrong; I didn't come up with that. The, oh, he made the best
3: of the Beatles. That's the name of he made a record. What for?
4: What do you do? He made a record, the record was called Best of the Beatles. Yeah yeah he's like fuck you
3: (laughs) well look the guy wasn't good enough he earned his way out he was a drummer but he just didn't you know there were fuck ups you can't fuck up i don't know
4: he lived right sue fucking died so it could be worse Mm -hmm. okay so i gotta in the
3: film here yeah we have yeah we have met chris chris he's our kid Okay, And okay. we're meeting the coach. And, of course, we're seeing, because it's a typical movie,
4: he's bad at baseball. But the Tom girl, the tomboy, is good at baseball.
3: Right. She's the love interest. Because at that age, a boy is more appealing than a girl. So the tomboy is what he's interested in.
4: Oh, my God. So we should mention in the uh, Munchie movie, the uh, the girl inter- love interest was none other than Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's as right. From yeah. year role, yeah. There's some lineage, Munchies. Munchies have brought out the best in people, right? We had Harvey Corman in the first one, no. Dom DeLuise, and Love Hewitt in the second one. No, no, that's no, no that was a rest stop on these stars' careers. As say, you know, this was Munchie. N- Munchie gets no credit for those people. Oh, I'm gonna go with master class acting with Munchie Strikes Back. Leslie head down. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> you might remember me from Beeksville Ghosts. Or Munchie Strikes Back.
3: Well, she was in all these beauty pageants. When she was only 15, she won Britain's Most Beautiful Teenager. So, uh, she earned it. Munchie didn't do it to her. She was in Pink Panther. Pink Panther Strikes Again.
4: Oh, how cool. Yeah. Well, I feel like she was... Was she a guest on the Muppet Show, Carl? Probably. I, I didn't find that. Out. It's probably the one they pulled from Disney+. Well,
3: I mean, she started... Like, she was... Could have been a huge deal. I'm sure in her personal life, she's a big deal. But she got to, uh, from 2003 to 2012, she was on The Bold and the Beautiful Dope Opera. So, yeah, yeah, she, you know, that's, I don't know. Now, this guy was the principal in our last film, and he's funny. You know, he's
4: Mr. Poindexter, and he's upset about his garden. No, can I tell you, like the principal in that second movie, he was kind of a leech, right? Listen, I don't know what's with you. If there's sex involved, it's like inappropriate. No, 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 no. It's That's appropriate. A leech. It's, it's, yeah. no, it's it appropriate. It's comedy. It's also a kid's movie. No, it's, but
3: it it's, was consensual. The secretary was in love with him, and he was in love with the secretary. He was
4: banging in the school. It was a kid's film where the principal was banging the secretary in his office. <laughs>
3: was a kids film well they weren't banging they were talking about their love for each other and getting close to kissing they did not bang
4: girl he's wearing your
3: shirt <laughs> yeah well his is a sort of the right size uh, right yeah my bad boobs will be sticking out of of tri- triple x uh version of look how it's like cowboy-esque
4: oh um, yeah sure dun 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 not magnificent
3: so she can't turn off her sprinklers. Look, she's gonna kick the dog. She looked, did the dog get kicked dot com?
4: <gasps> That's it. Even... Dogs honored, dog's gonna jerk off to that. Leslie
3: had down kick me. So she's like, I can't adjust my sprinklers to not go on your flowers. And he's like, There will be a scaling editorial in horticulture's weekly. <laughs>
4: Okay, so I'm sorry I'm comparing this movie to its predecessor, but the kids' mm-hmm. room had like Marvel shit on the walls. Remember, he had like a like Wolverine. Oh right, right. That's like, right. That's pretty hip. He was. Yeah. Oh yeah. It probably cost him nothing back then. They're you know, like, yeah, whatever. Promoter of comic books. Thanks, buddy. Right. It was absolutely a different time. <laughs> I remember
3: always thinking that superheroes should be in movies. I used to always oh, geez, think that. Yeah. But every time one came around. You know, there was no CGI, so it just looked
4: so cheap and so fake. so oh, they tried. The Superman movies from the, the at least the cu- first couple ones in the late eight, the 70s, they tried, you know, it was kind of campy. Like, we know as a guy, f- not really flying, but, you know. It's just so, well, that it. one's a good example if you're talking about Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Well, that was a good – see, to me,
3: DC was bullshit and Marvel was. That's what I would <laughs> I wanted Fantastic
4: Four movie. I oh, Absolutely. I've seen, have you seen all three fan- we did the, we did early, uh, there's a bootleg Fantastic Four that Roger Corman made and retained the rights of, yeah, he had the rights of the Fantastic Four, but he had to make a movie on a deadline, and so he said, fuck it, we got two weeks, and there's uh-huh. no special effects in it, you know, like, like, it's like a fake rubber arm, maybe, at most, but it's horrible, and it was on YouTube, like, four years ago, it's been pulled since. Uh-huh, that's too bad yeah. for us, that would be perfect. Oh, yeah, it was perfect, we did it, well, I did it, uh, Prior to uh, being uh, a host, I, I did it uh, as an early one. Just, it was there. I was like, oh, shit. Was there a Stan Lee appearance? <laughs> no. We could have a lot of fun with that movie, you know? Yeah. You know, if it pops up again, let's do it again. I, I think it's worth doing it again.
3: So, essentially, Munchy has shown up. And he's like, did you see it? Did you see it? What are you talking about, Chris? She, she Chris. has a British... She isn't, let's see. Let's listen to her
4: voice. you hear that English accent? Oh, there's stuff everywhere. everywhere.
3: Goodness. Now, how is she the mother of, Hey, mom, did you see it? It doesn't make sense.
4: This is another, like, single mom, right? The other movie, didn't she? Lonnie Anderson, the mom. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Now, she was
3: on WKRP, and Munchie's voice is Howard Hessman from
4: WKRP. There's your connection. This is 94 Hessman, so was he doing, like, head of the class? Like, what was it? Like, he was just reeling in residuals? What a
3: good question. Uh, Dr. Johnny Fever, let's see. That was, uh, I think it was long over. 78 yeah. was what yeah that's long over basically this is a decline part of his career I don't have it all in front of me I only took out the cool stuff like so, he was uh, close friend and sometimes lover of Janis Joplin in the late 60s
4: ugh, I can see the photos of them right him with his awful beard his mustache <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, all right, all right,
3: well, check out this he was arrested once for selling an ounce of marijuana in San Francisco
4: Hey, well, wasn't he in like? I think he was in the committee, or there was a San Francisco sketch group in the sixties. I think he was part of, uh-huh. like the wacky hippie moving company, or something like
3: that. Now people forget he was on soap. Well, actually, people forget soap, right? Soap, um, right? Right. He he was he was on soap. He did a lot of TV before KRP, but it wasn't. It was a, except for soap, which he did a little part. He was part of the series, like he was on Sanford and Son once.
4: Well, you know my in favorite. billy jack you know that film you know we did yeah sure, billy jack oh he was in billy jack probably yeah. with that mustache he he was in uh police academy 2 uh-huh. their, their first assignment he was the police chief and he was really good and he's he's gone on record saying how awful that movie is but you know that movie was saved by his performance he grounded it like wow given, that's like a cool. real yeah it's a good movie second one i wouldn't know i
3: <laughs> you know i gotta tell you I, I saw the first one. I don't even remember how it went. When I bump into it, it's like HBO's on when I'm in high school, and it's some, there's a riot, you know. You well, yeah. love that film.
4: That, well, HBO, uh, HBO Max has released all of them. You can, I don't think the first one's on there, but two through seven is, is now on HBO Max. <laughs> if you don't know the first one, then
3: you can't get the other jokes in the –
4: oh yeah absolutely it's it's like why is this woman timid and then she's like aggressive what's going on uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of characters from the first one don't make the second one real there's like a, yeah there's a guy who reads mad magazine he's out there's like a lothario who dresses up as a woman uh he's out
3: you know you why know. they didn't know it was going to be a series they just thought they made a movie i bet you they would a sequel to that piece of shit i bet you they would have <laughs> all been in it if uh they... look
4: at this he's got office chairs with his television set and a Atari 5200
3: no he's playing the mo- no it's a fake video game and it's called uh death race 2000 which was, is a, was a roger foreman film
4: yeah yeah directed by paul Bartel, sylvester okay. salone david Carradine.
3: Paul Bartel was in the original Munchies. Munchies, yeah, nineteen eighty-seven, as you recall. Oh. Well, remember in the end, he has this. He just plays the neighbor.
4: No, yeah, he plays the
3: right. science. I...
4: He just shows up. Paul Bartel always had the pleasure of just showing up in movies, and you go, "Oh, hey, it's Paul Bartel." <laughs> now look uh, at I mean, the it... <laughs> car. That's the Death Race two thousand car.
3: Is it literally? I, mean... I my research did not.
4: I see. It's, it's in the style of. It's something like Frankenstein, David Carradine would drive. Hmm. No, look at this. It's got fangs. Pretty badass. Look at the camera angles. Look now at this the like,
3: screen. like, why be in a video game when you could play it for real? So now they're playing a real.
4: What movie do you think they got this footage from? It's probably. I guess it's.
3: Oh, they shot it. No, this is them.
4: Look at it. Break that. Great. That's great cinema. Break it again. Ugh.
3: <laughs> I told you the story when I broke one of those. What happened to your car? Well, nothing, but the cops were chasing us. Remember I told you that, <laughs> yeah, that's right. that we parked? Clove Road Apartments, we just parked the car, and the cop went, zoom! I forgot oh, why it came up. Why okay. did you break it? We're gonna see some serious budget now. The reason I broke it is because I was twenty stupid and drinking. Is <laughs> why I broke it.
4: So you did it intentionally? It wasn't, or it was a mistake, or like what, no, what was that? It
3: was the middle of the night. We were driving on the p- sidewalks of the campus, <laughs> <laughs> which is not allowed at Monclair State. And so, you know, we I, we broke that. I would say we, as if I wasn't driving. Yeah. drove that thing, and the cop's lights went, woo, and we drove, man, I, I, I. <laughs> Did and
4: you I, hide in the cemetery?
3: I went on, a, no, it was, I didn't go by the cemetery, I went the other way, and on Normal Avenue, made a left on the upper mountain, or whatever it is, Clove Road, ducked down to Clove Road and parked the car, and the cop car curved around Clove Road and zoomed past us. Oh, that's great,
4: good job, girl.
3: Because that would have been a life-changing night. <laughs> I mean, you know, hello, Mrs. Haupt? Yes.
4: Your piece of <laughs> son is down here in jail. <laughs> uh, Montclair State University pol- uh, police, yes.
3: No, it
2: was the – uh the
4: real police? Yeah. Yeah, the police police, I should say. Look at this. It's such death rate 2,000 looking. Look, uh, you're seeing a lot of budget right now, a lot of budget. But it doesn't make sense, Carl, because this isn't earned at all. I mean, no, he's just met Munchie. This,
3: right. This isn't like the rough part of the movie where the hero's got to get through. No, this is his fantasy. Well, see, we're still in the beginning of the film. And what we're establishing is Munchie can do pretty much anything. He's here to make your life better. But just like the original film, he goes to help him. And, you know, it, it causes him trouble. But in this film, the difference is he makes the choices that caused him to get in trouble—the hero himself.
4: Okay, well, that's good. That's at least a story. Yeah. Do you who's more powerful, Munchie or Deadpool?
3: Uh, I think
4: Deadpool, just from box office alone. Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> Munchie doesn't even hold a candle to Deadpool's box office. I love that T-shirt. You, do you remember when your kids were wearing T-shirts that said, you know, junior high?
3: Yeah. Well, actually, my kids would uh, have those. It was Pearl R. Miller is the name of the school, and they would have spirit week, and you know there would always oh, yeah. be shirts showing up. They would have. Um, they used to do this competition. Uh... Well, anyway, yeah, there's a lot. There was a lot of love our junior high in in my <laughs> kids growing up. I one time I told him you should get on a see. Pearl R. Miller was a woman uh, who the school was named after, and her photo is there, and she's like a 1950s horn-rimmed glasses person. So I was like, for Halloween, you should wear a skirt and put on the glasses. We'll get you a wig, and you could be Girl R. Miller.
4: Oh, that's great. Oh, look at this. He has an actual video game.
3: Yeah. He's got a Super is...
4: Nintendo.
3: Right. That's Cool.
4: And check out times 11 a.m. How quirky!
3: That's how. No, well, he gets. He always is sleeping with girls.
4: Maybe he lives in a residency.
3: Well, My puppet is so bad. Look, he goes. It's
4: weird. It's weirder goes, than the last movie.
3: He goes. How can you got to make all this stuff disappear? And he goes. I know something that'll make all your stuff disappear. He goes. What's that? Reaganomics.
4: You're kidding. No. Hesman, Hess, all right, Well, at the line, Hesman. Just shut up. Yeah, man, because you know Ronald Reagan? I know, I know, it's 94, but yeah, I get you. <laughs>
3: well, in the way end of the movie, they'll make a Clinton reference.
4: Oh, God, your Lord.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like they say, okay, Munchie, you're off to help another person, someone who really needs a lot of help, and then they show you Clinton.
4: But it's like young Clinton. It's like the first term Clinton, right? Yes, that's right. Like the biggest scandal is that he was fat.
3: <laughs> right. He hasn't even done the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The biggest scandal is he told people he wore boxers instead of briefs or the other way around. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> and he plays saxophone on a late night talk show. This guy's a joke. Ball. This guy is a joke, President.
4: God, I couldn't believe that was like, it broke a barrier. He appeared on popular television.
3: That's right. But but Nixon had done that on on Laughing. remember?
4: Sure. Yeah, it's available on TV. Sock it to me. That's like such an asshole move. It's like, look, can you just, uh, you're going to dress yourself down, but everyone's going to be in on the joke. It's going to be fun. Can you say sock it to me? And then we hit, yeah, 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 sure. Fuck this shit. I'm the president of the United States. Yeah. Sock it to me. Yeah, right. (laughs)
3: <laughs> but do you think he just didn't get it or he was doing it on purpose or he
4: didn't get it. He didn't get it. Was he, pre- he was president back then, right? Or was yes. he governor? Or vice no, or?
3: he was absolutely. And it was way before Vietnam was going on, but it was way before the controversy of Watergate.
4: Gotcha. Yeah. All those shows. Are, I, I think I said this before, but the, I watched an episode where Cher was in it, uh, who had a 60s show back then. So she, this is like 50 years ago. And every laughing they would have like Laugh presents, and they'll have all the women sing a song about, hey, we're, we have sketches about water. So they did this, like, and that is the Constitution. And they end, and you could clearly hear Cher said, that was horrible. Oh, really? Yeah, on the broadcast at the end of the number on Laugh It was great. It was, God good, bless, that, Cher.
3: It was good of laughing to share. The spotlight.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, with Cher. Yeah.
3: Okay, so now you can see the motorcycle's going on its own. I mean, what am I saying? Motorcycle. Now you can see the lawnmower is driving like a motorcycle. It's just going on its own, so you don't have yeah. to do the hard work. But. Oh, wish for... oh wait, wait, Mike. Love interest. Let me, let me, uh, let me fix my hair.
4: Okay. All right. Oh, you know she's a tomboy because her shirt's too big exactly it's like a dress but it's actually a a softball shirt now after the credits of the
3: film we will see a like uh you know a la marvel that little featurette at the end really it'll just be a woman being chased by this motor that um, lawnmower that's going by itself okay here's the real motorcycle and what tripped me up this is rival love interest jesus christ yeah that's right and he, you know, this is her name's Jennifer, and she is the sought after uh, love interest in this.
4: And um, this guy is like
3: Richie Rich kid.
4: Oh, is he? Now, how old is he supposed to be? Like fifteen? He's probably twenty-four. I
3: uh, know. I think these guys are. I think he's really like. He's no way. He's fifteen.
4: Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. Maybe twelve. Would you know, Jackie Lee Har- uh, Hurley or whatever the guy's name is in uh, Bad News Bears, he had a motorcycle, right? Uh-huh. You know, the shit kid. Right. But but that was a point. He was just like a, a shit kid, you know, and the parents don't give Got a shit. A cool and, kid, right. Yeah.
3: Now, you see the funny joke, Miss, poor Mr. Poindexter's flowers are getting lawnmowered?
4: Oh, uh, holy shit. <laughs> I popped
3: Hesman... up again, kid!
4: Jesus, Hesman's wearing a toupee. You see that on Munchie? Clearly, he's wearing a two-pack. Clearly. At least they could have done a better job.
3: <laughs> look at what a bad puppet he is, man. And a oh, puppet. man. Horrible. Yeah.
4: He's sick and he just so happens to be popping out of a garbage can. It's not even, look at the garbage can. It's not even like uh, full. It's a exactly. broken garbage can to get the guy in there. Right. Right. It's so clear. Puppeteer. Bark, bark. We're mad. Bark. Does the dog
3: bark.com? Look no, at this every ad- movie. It's going to list every movie, a dog's minute. Okay, this is the big game. And we find out that the coach of the opposite team is Shelby
4: Carlisle. Oh, about our time. Mini. He's so Reagan. No, this must be – is this California or, like, the fucking New Mexico? No, this is Los Angeles.
3: I know, because look at those – that little range of – see, they're not really yeah. mountains, even though they give that impression. It's like a hill. But you can see this being an L.A.
4: Well, I mean, I, th- I think of Bad News Bears, which was shot, in, I guess, in the valley – uh, and they had these little rinky dink 70s uh softball fields well look at the brush
3: not not of course on the lush green field but look at the brush behind them i mean yeah it's very much los angeles desert you see yeah you're right you can see and bob hope it's all, it's all um orangey dry and wow it's a home run Yep, that's right, and that's the son of Carlyle Carlyle.
4: Yeah, Carl, I bet I, I bet against them. They're gonna break my fucking legs, Carl. <laughs> that's the way to do it, boy. That's a winner, son. Go for it to the max. <laughs>
3: now, I think that this script made a little mistake. It should have made the 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 rival love interest uh, Carlyle's son. They should have done that. Because the love the love interest rival has all these, like, I'm a rich kid. I only care about money stuff in his character. They should have just combined the two and it would have been better for the plot. It would have been mother against boss, son yeah. against
4: son. Look at this. this. These guys are acting. As much as I shouldn't bin her, like, he's perfect for this, right? He's wearing the denim. He's more chill. Anyone can be perfect
3: for this you know what i mean he doesn't bring anything to it oh there's those impressions we've heard so much about oh that was a wacky pratfall like he always does you get none of that he doesn't bring anything he is really very long and distinguished career for such a dud
4: yeah oh jesus he's still alive you know he's Uh, still around is he yeah he is I, i heard him on gilbert godfrey's show Oh okay. Well, he was Gary Marshall's first choice for Mork. Really? On Happy Days. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah oh, that episode. Now, they go don't they go meet Laverne and Shirley in that episode when Mork shows up?
3: Yeah, I don't, and yeah, and I okay, I saw it with my own two eyes, but I probably yeah. just saw it the day the night it aired, you know. Um Oh, you I, you know
4: this Oh, yeah, but you know the story of that episode, right? No. The night no, it no. aired, Mork disappears. It's syndication. They added a scene where Mork's like, oh, I should have, invest- you should need to investigate this planet called Earth, Mork. Oh, okay. Uh huh. They added like a, a scene. It was already in syndication. I know this okay. because Happy Days was king of syndication. And you watch reruns during the day. And then once a week, you watch the new episode. And they re aired Mork which was already in syndication. Ah. That had, and they had a new ending saying, oh, I, I'm going to Denver, Colorado. Okay. It's our setup. Yeah. The year of the current year. All right. And so the series was launched.
3: Yeah. We need that backstory.
4: <sighs> How many series? Like, So Love American Style had Love and the Happy Days with uh, Richie Cunningham. And Marshall made it into Happy Days. And there was Laverne and Shirley and there was Mork and Mindy. Right. uh,
3: uh, Laverne and Shirley's the big one. Yeah. And I think that Lenny and Squiggy had a two-second thing.
4: Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, but it didn't. It's like, oops, all Crunch Berries. Nothing but Lenny and Squiggy. Oh, man. He's hitting the bottle hard. You know
3: what's funny about him? He asked for a divorce from his second wife after
4: 36 hours. (laughs) what did you go with years I made a mistake 36 hours Jesus Christ I guess (laughs) he gave it a day's worth and then he slept on it (laughs) (laughs) fuck
3: this now listen John Biner uh, did have okay he was in the Soap TV series as like a detective so he knew um, uh, yeah from that but this is most interesting to our show
4: he was the judge in RoboDoc Yes, RoboDoc. The National Lampoon's RoboDoc, which we watched. Right, which I enjoyed because
3: I had to watch it. If I saw it like on my own, I would have flipped the channel.
4: Yeah, I think that one was like the most political National Lampoon movie I've seen with its satire of the medical field.
3: I don't think so. I think that was a, a data from Next Generation. Uh, yeah, and and a lot of it was about lawyers. Oh, wait, look at these doctors, bad news bears. That was very. I mean, you knew it was very silly, the movie. They weren't saying, like, medical billing is killing our industry. It was no,
4: doctors, I, though. Yeah, I know, and they had something to say. So that's why I feel like it's the most political. I don't right. think anyone else had anything to say other than add some extra scenes of girls topless.
3: Right, and one of those girls was the wife of... David Fastino. Yeah. She she wasn't topless in that scene. Let's give her some credit. No, she was a nurse in that, and she didn't ever get topless, no.
4: Ooh.
3: He's got his own baseball cap. So you're a baseball loser, huh? I'm going to give you some. He's like, do you like baseball? Well, if you like peanuts, popcorn, and hot dogs, you do. Yeah.
4: Munchie, where do you get your fucking clothing? Uh, Gotta go. Now, but yeah, how come you only talk to me from a garbage can or like a yeah, when nobody's dumpster.
3: I'm keeping a low profile now. Shelby Carlisle will now witness the creature, and this will start a big act two. Look at that, he's in a fucking garbage can again. <laughs> yeah, what look at him? I'm acting.
4: shakes his head. Clear rubs his eyes. I'm an actor. I am going to act. Give him some credit. This was shot, wasn't shot back to back, you know. He must have shot this in one day.
3: <laughs> Listen, I give this guy his props and that he, look how he's tiptoeing now. He's doing his job. You want a comedic, funny, th- you know, whoa! whoa. I mean, look at these Jack Ritter pratfalls, the whole. Jack thing. Ritter. He is Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper, Jack, oh, I, did I combine, it was it John, you Jack it, Ripper, yeah, John Ritter and Jack,
4: Tripper, Tripper, oh yes, I didn't realize it was that's so close,
3: yeah, Jack Ripper, Ripper, okay, never mind, I'm not even trying anymore, so he does his job as a comedic actor, right, is it funny, right. kind of, like right now he's gonna end up, you know, headfirst down in that sack of uh, laundry, you know, he's gonna do his Pratt falls and jokes. No, I hope
4: he it doesn't I hope he doesn't hurt the puppeteer inside. <laughs> Look Toby, it, are you in there? Sesame Street needs you.
3: It's a laundry basket full of absolutely clean
4: laundry. They're fine. <laughs> and how big is that? Like how many fucking students are in there that they need like a giant fucking fit of oh, well
3: towels. Maybe it was the distribution of clean towels that week. Oh, that's disgusting in a big <laughs> fucking garbage
4: can <laughs> okay good hustle good hustle good hustle
3: now he's like you guys have to start stop sucking out there and they're like but dad it's a sh- it's we're winning you know whatever to whatever and she goes that you call that winning just because you're winning you think you're winning
4: <laughs> now chronos can you answer a question for me chronos is this still the same day or has time elapsed it's the same day same suit right
3: uh they will actually they will wear the same stuff the whole movie even though it's absolutely not the same day is it it's the same fucking suit it can't be because they had baseball practice and he went home and he spent he slept the night no it's not the same day but they will wear the same stuff
4: yeah because he has the same colored shirt same tie same like kind of big boy jacket
3: and i think you pointed it out in an early family film that we did and even in Meeksville Ghost, that that's the way uh,
4: you do it for kids' movies. Yeah, it's just shorthand. You know, it's like sketch comedy. You dress up as a doctor, and you have a doctor set. And then the stars, you go, oh, they're in a doctor's office. Right. You know, it's, it's just kind of kabuki clothing. But he could at least save the mustache.
3: So he's saying, that kid, Chris, is a problem. No, it wasn't Chris. It's somebody else. That kid is a problem. It's Oh, yeah, it's the love interest uh, rival. And he goes, Uh, I want you to hit him with the ball. Take him out of the game. And he's like, Jesus Christ, Dad, you're evil. And he goes, son, in this world, you know, you are going to be evil too. He goes, all right, Dad. All right. He's going to hit the ball right at the pitcher and take him out.
4: Whoa. California. Look at this umpire. I was in a Roger Corman movie. It was called Bunchy Strikes Back. Check out my sizzle reel. Well, the thing is that I I, I, I didn't look him up,
3: and Why I would you? lots of oh,
4: whoa! Find the kid Oh, he's down. Uh, all that for nothing. Yep. Uh, I'll never regret this moment. Act,
3: sigh, act, <laughs> <Axe laughs> and roll him. You, use your shoulders.
4: Back. Use your shoulders to express disappointment.
3: Ah. Uh, So, of course, Shelby is like, let's not make a federal case out of this. Like, who cares a kid got hurt?
4: Man, this is, you know, the director does okay. Look at this. They got everyone on the same screen, and they got the blue sky. I think he's an okay director.
3: He absolutely does okay. This guy is a confident, confident guy. He can't be held responsible for the script or the – he can be held responsible for Roger Corman, though. He sought – this director sought out Roger Corman, who was an idol. He, like, left a right. successful business in 1980 and just ended up on that guy's doorstep. And, you know, he's a 20-year veteran now of these Hollywood, what, exploitation films? 150 films he made. No kidding. A lot of them. Roger Corman, like so many of them. Uh, Big Mom 2 uh, with
4: Angie the... Dickinson. Uh, Not of This Earth with Tracy Lords. Yeah, I remember that movie. I worked in a video store in the 80s. I totally remember that. Box. Right. Uh,
3: the Return of the Swamp Thing with Heather Locklear. That was
4: 89. Wow. That would have been in your video shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's like, I think that's on Amazon. What a strange title for a sequel, Return of the Swamp Thing, is so retro and also so, like, foreign because you need to say Swamp Thing up front, right? It's right. sequel, to, it's movie sequel, too. And then Return of, like, you never really see, like, I guess, uh... uh oh. Return of the Jedi, I guess. No,
3: Return of is a... It's barely used now. Okay, it's, so it's... Munchy Magic is making him be a great pitcher... And it's really just cheating, cheating, cheating. Yeah, I know. It's also weird. No one's like... Um, Hard Bounty with Kelly LeBrock. So he's he does it's a good. stupid film with some sexy,
4: sexy woman. Give me Leslie Ed Downs. I got you Kelly Brock. Okay, I wrote a script. Let's do it. Body Chemistry 4 with Morgan Fairchild. Ooh, he's got all the ladies. Yeah. That's a lot of body chemistry to make four movies worth. Yeah, body chemistry was yeah. stupid. Fucking oh, guy. I did hear.
3: I, I did your exploding meth lab
4: joke. Oh, you did? How yeah. did it go? I got a big laugh. Uh, remind the audience of the joke. Your joke.
3: Oh uh, well, um, it was like like a, a man and a woman maybe have chemistry together. And you said, "Yeah, we have the chemistry of an exploding meth lab.
4: <laughs> oh that's great,
3: so I, I did this bit about like a girlfriend who's into horoscopes and how it isn't realistic, and I did a thing, and you know, but baby, we have chemistry like at the way end. She's breaking up with me because the horoscope told her, you know, and that was, and then I your your punch was the end of the bit cause it's funny. it was' oh,
4: that's cool <laughs> I love it. Uh oh. So alright, so this kid's gonna like aim for the Narge or something, or like he's conflicted. Should I Well he's
3: got munchy magic, so our hero Chris will get a uh home run.
4: Time out! Time out. Time I'm doing the... This is a T, it says for time out. Yeah. Uh, man, this kid, a regular Bud Abbott.
3: Walk him, walk him. So, look, he goes to throw him a ball. Strike one! I'm don't trying to a walk you walk. Idiot.
4: All this Coke product. Coca-Cola. They were drinking Coke before. Munchie always
3: says, say the magic word, which means you're supposed to say a magic word, but then he says the magic word. I feel ripped off by him.
4: Yeah, a lot of... I don't know. I would remake this movie. What? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. You know, you remember Superman in 80.
3: I'm sure that was, you know, sort of came from that.
4: Oh, maybe he's like, Corman, do you have any footage of someone circling the Earth? Uh, let me check. Yep. Yep, I do. It All is.
3: Right. Yay! I'm the big winner! I've never felt success before. Thank you, Munchie. But he didn't earn success. He didn't earn it. just got given. Yeah. But still, he feels the...
4: He's it's like, so funny, this wish-fulfillment movies. I'm very disappointed, son.
3: Well, screw you, Dad. Now, because it's a movie, here comes the ball, and it's going to bonk him on the head, and it doesn't kill him.
4: Oh! No, that's that's not Munchie's way. But and he does fall back. He's a good pratfaller. He is like a check tripper.
3: He does his part. He really does his part.
4: Yay, I'm a winner, thanks to cheating.
3: Yeah, and, and coach, the, they, the coach is wearing the same outfit always, but he also has in his hand the soda.
4: <laughs> Potter's like, yeah, I'm going to keep. Oh, uh, this is another day, so you shouldn't be holding. Yeah, I think I am going to hold it.
3: <laughs> hi, I'm Sally, the continuity person. Oh, hi, Sally. Yeah, hi, Sally. the soda. You see, logically it wouldn't make sense to do well, I think I'm gonna hold it. Ah,
4: uh, yeah, all right, thanks. Yeah, I'm I gonna hold it.
3: Fifteen years now doing this. I think I know that I should hold
4: that. Ooh, ooh, the continuity girls here. What's the matter? Well, Director uh binder won't won't let go of the soda. Uh yeah, all right. Well thanks. Thanks for doing your job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't really We're matter. gonna let
3: this one slide. We'll put an asterisk <laughs> in the credit. Okay, so as you know, Leslie Ann Down lost her job, right? Whoa. And she doesn't tell the boy because she wants to protect him. Now the boy came home from his baseball game and she's like, How was your game, Chris? The thing is, <laughs> he doesn't go to her kids' baseball game.
4: Oh, yeah, right. So wait a minute. Did someone give him a ride home or did he just walk home? I have no idea. I have no idea.
3: Now she's in the the same baseball mom. practice. Oh, wow. In the Yes, in the baseball practice, uh, she picked him up in the station wagon. So that would imply it requires a ride home.
4: Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, do you remember those phones with the rotary built into the headset? Yes, that's right. It was a transition phone yeah. for the older yeah. ones. Uh-huh. You still, like, if you had a call of emergency, you had a nine. <laughs> and then you're like, one, one, quick. Yes. <laughs> you got to make up time for that night. Okay, I'm stealing that. All right. <laughs> Carl, Jesus Christ. Bye. One, one. Will Hang you up. do that joke if you're first? That that would make me... If you go first, can you do that joke?
3: Mike, you have supplied me with so many open mic jokes. I I, I tell you. <laughs> I mean, you saw... Remember that one time I did that thing, all the writing credits, uh, Mike
4: Spiegel. I, yeah. I could do four of those videos. God, there's a video of the audience going, Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the weirdest thing I've seen.
3: Now you know I told a horrible joke in that segment, so I can never see the light of day again. And uh, I can't really edit it out because it's in the middle, you know. But that I'll you're exactly you. right. By the end of the set, people were like, My credit my writing Yeah, credit. right.
4: You kept tagging every joke with that joke was written by Mike Spiegelman. Yeah. That- and at the end of the set, people were like, "Mike, they're they're tag. I don't know, Carl. Find your voice. Do what you, do what's good for you. Like I if did you want it, to do my. With- no, yeah,
3: right. I said I have a staff of writers, and his name is Mike. Spiegelman. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, look, you saw that video. It worked. I mean, you were blinded by the bad joke, but other than that bad joke, they they liked your jokes. Oh, okay, this he's going on a prom. Yes, yeah, it's... it's just the dance. So, as you know, our love interest rival got hurt by Carlisle's son with the baseball. So, therefore, he cannot take our love interest to the dance. So it's like his loss is our gain. And now, uh, look, he turns mm-hmm. the distance. Right now, it's not the prom, but they're treating it like the prom to impress Jessica.
4: Weird. You know, you are absolutely right. That The rival should have been the son of the uh, adult rival.
3: Doesn't that make perfect sense for the Makes plot? perfect sense. Yeah. And also... Whoa! He's we human! Don't, we don't get Carlisle versus the mom anymore. He came on to her, she refused, he fired her, and that little subplot's over. It was just setting up our situation.
4: This I have never seen Munchie as a human before, and I've seen three Munchies movies so far. Well, you're right that the guy
3: talking, who's the chauffeur, has Howard hes- Howard Ness- Hessman's
4: voice. It is munching. Oh, but it's not, it's not Hessman the actor, but it's Hessman the voice? No. What do you mean? Is the chauffeur Hessman?
3: Like, is he, uh, is he played by? No, he's not. That would have been better, right? Actually, you yeah. mentioned it. That would have been perfect.
4: Listen, Howard Hessman probably was in a studio for two days and maybe showed up for pickup.
3: Right, probably
4: he just, yeah.
3: So now it's like, oh, I'm impressed. Now she's impressed until he goes to the, the dance and starts telling everyone about his great baseball story. And he becomes a drag. And so he's going to learn the life lesson that, you know, don't be a snotty asshole.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, none of it's earned, right? He didn't win shit. It was he had Munchie do all the bullshit. That's right. And he acts like, you know... I did it. God, it's so creepy. Kind of What's weird creepy? town of those kids. It's just, uh, honey, we're gonna go to the dance. Okay, do you need a chaperone? Nah, I've, I've got my driver. But they're at an age in which, I mean, they're
3: not like 16 year olds who would be kissing and stuff. They're just like 12 year
4: olds. Ooh, look at it, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah. he did the filter. Yeah, he, he loves a filter. Oh, car phone, Carl. That's called a car phone.
3: Oh, I've heard of that. Police have that.
4: Yeah, oh yeah, rich people have it. <laughs> they, have, they have a car fax, because you need the fax in your uh, car. Mm-hmm. That's right. If there's
3: a business transaction coming, fax it to me then. What's his name? Gecko? Gecko had his
4: brick. Yeah, I go to Gekko. Oh, <laughs> my, my favorite is uh, the player. He mm-hmm. has a car fax, and a message is coming. He's like, I know you killed him. Right? He's like, what what's the next no, I yeah,
3: look this is yeah. the same band that was with Munchie in the beginning. So I guess they're local.
4: Wait, well, no, wait a minute. So a school blew up and the, they're just not even talking about like what happened?
3: No, they're at another school,
4: but they're the same band. Why do you uh, good girls like that boys? <laughs> I always think of Valley Girl when they yeah. have, Johnny, are you queer, boy? Jesse caught at the prom. Now, this band
3: was, like, I don't know. The internet was like, and the band this, and the band that. And this. the lead singer of the band had a long career in, like, doing music in TV and movies and stuff. I don't know. They love them. Okay. They think
4: The movie thinks that they're a big deal. I, I hate to interrupt, but for punch, would you like green or red? <laughs> I would like the red punch, please. That has the... Yeah. What's in the green? I wonder what a green tastes like. What it ta- it
3: looks like jello. No, it doesn't. It's too liquidy. Um, yeah. I what the green-
4: probably is that algae. That Remember that was popular for a while? It was like a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. Superfood. Super Maybe it's food. like mint, like kid creme de mint. <laughs> yeah, that
3: would be better. That would be good, (laughs) with a little chocolate.
4: Yeah, right, right, right. So he's boring with his boring stories. You're boring me.
3: Well, it's braggy. He's doing lots of bragging. He goes, that's the seventh time you told that story. People like when I tell how I won. Would you like to dance? (laughs) And he's being a real snob. Now, Munchie's going to give him the power to read minds. And Uh everyone he encounters is going to be like,
4: You're a loser. You're a fucking, yeah, dick. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, man, I would not want that ability. I'll walk down the street out I'll hear, loser. There comes that loser.
3: <laughs> but he learns a life lesson from it. I should just be myself. Yeah, that's a pretty good person to be, you know.
4: Munchie Wiggin. <laughs> None of it's earned. None of it's earned. Mm-mm. I'm surprised, like, no one has died in this movie. Hey, anything you want. You want to play Death Race 2000? I want you to kill the, my teacher. Whoa, buddy.
3: <laughs> now, you remember what a piece of shit House 4 was? How it was, like, as a script, they did every, like, ghost,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: movie shtick that none of them were related. Well, the same guy who wrote that wrote this.
4: Really? What yeah. a small world. Yeah. In Hollywood, I guess. Well, this uh, this movie makes more sense. I mean, House 4 was all over the place. This movie
3: makes more sense. That's right. It's true.
4: Now, how do you think they would make Munchie? Is this stop? Is this like California raisin animation, or like is this like puppetry? I, I guess it's got to be puppetry. You
3: see how the head shakes and the hand squeezes? It's puppetry.
4: And yeah, it's but look scary. at his lips. What about him? I feel like it's animation, like stop
3: motion. Th- I think the internet would have told me that this is a puppet. I mean, the internet refers to it as a puppet. Yeah. I kind of dig. If you look, it's like Claymation would have a, okay. It's the sense of a puppet in that you see the hand just twists for no fucking reason. It's not gesturing what he says or anything. Right, right. Claymation, they would have been able to think it out and storyboard it. Here's just some dick puppet guy going
4: Oh, I think there's at least two dick puppet guys.
3: Yes, one's probably squeezing a suction ball so that the hands close. Um, He's, the joke here is um, that the Twinkie hasn't expired. Okay, so we first (laughs) get to see, he goes, Hey, the rival love interest will be back next game. And he goes, I don't know. We did it pretty well without him. And then the, you hear the coach think, "God, what a jerk! What a thing to say! It's going to happen Co- over and over." He has a Coke problem. Yeah, he's got the same bottle of Coke. Now he is wearing a different outfit, but the scene calls for that.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. So this is the third. Like, so there's a Coke, uh, a bottle Coke dispensary in the locker room, which, as yeah. you know, every junior high had. Right. i well, 80- had it. It
3: was costly. Did your school have like a vending machine? actually no, and when my kids went to school, I went in there and saw like Coke vending machines, I was like what is this fucking bullshit, you can buy it's M&M's candy here this is, come on That's, it's fucking bullshit money, 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 money just don't make the money,
4: just be a school, just don't well, make a, extra money there was a Simpsons episode where they introduced a vending machine and Bart got so fat he had a heart attack <laughs> But it was like the school put it in there because the school makes money off of it.
3: Why can't we have a show in which Bart's the dad? Don't you think it's time?
4: I think it's time. You're absolutely right. Well, when is my live-action Simpsons movie coming?
3: I don't know that we need that. Did, right? No, we need Flintstones, the best live... A- you know what I mean? Like, it was, that yeah. The, the answer
4: world. is yes. The answer is yes, it was the best live... Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. The Simpsons... Uh, the, the Flintstones were a primetime animated show in the 60s. <laughs> and and you know it was syndicated and, and, yeah so by the time the 90s rolled around you had a new generation and they said let's make a live and you know had, you had a whole generation that grew up on it and they yeah. said let's go this level you know so i do think there'll be like a live action simpsons a live action family guy movie it's just
3: but aren't not been around 30 years
4: it would have happened by now right well, the simpsons themselves had one movie in 07 right I enjoyed that film. Yeah, there was a big bubble. They were in a... Yeah, yeah. it had Albert Brooks as, like, uh, Schwarzenegger was president. Right, right. It was good. It was, like, three episodes back-to-back, but I enjoyed it. Well, you know, it's theatrically. I saw it with my wife. She was pregnant uh, at the time. There's a scene where Bart's naked, and they keep covering up his wang, and there's a scene where they explicitly show it. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you watch it on, like, uh, I guess, Disney Channel, uh, Plus, they they still censor that. So the theatrical release showed Bart's penis. Gotcha. Whoa, slong and dong. Yeah, yeah, the boys, boys on the boy. <laughs> the joke was that it was covered up, and then he goes, he skateboards past a uh, uh, hedge that has uh, a little line, like so you could clearly see, like. Uh huh. So he covers up his whole body, but his penis. Like it was that kind I of
3: I think humor. I don't remember that because it was a cartoon, right? I would remember that if it was a live action.
4: Well, the live action movie should need... <laughs> oh, I'm going to get arrested for that. All right, well, uh, let's look at them. Speaking so of pervs, I'm going to photograph you for my s- scrapbook.
3: <laughs> so now she's going to drop the bomb. Chris, we're in trouble. We could lose the house. I lost my job. The The mortgage won't extend the loan.
4: Oh, boy.
3: We're up Shit's Creek, my boy.
4: <laughs> I blame Clinton. This new Clinton fellow has yeah. ruined it for us conservative Republicans in California.
3: There's the dad's face, and you'll see him in the end, so... The movie wants us to remember the face and we never do remember him is she a widow yes oh man i didn't cover that no that's one of the reasons why munchie you know it's a family
4: in trouble so we wish fulfillment is bring back dead dad
3: no no uh we find out because you know this if you watch this this if you listen to this show it's spoiler city it's yeah. got to be, because it's more fun to spoil it. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead and spoil it. You're on the edge of your seat to see what happens at the end of Munchie. It's fine. <laughs> <Spoil> <laughs>
4: it. Well, we, we we were very hesitant to do this movie. You were so, you were so burnt out. we oh, were yeah. we, I was burnt out. And we, we teased this movie, and you're like, no. Enough so, time has passed. Yeah, enough time has passed. So you can re- reveal the ending. It's fine.
3: So – in the end we find out that the guy who requested munchie go help a family on earth it's the dad so i guess it is heaven because he's in front of chronos and everyone else but the thing is when i first saw this film i was like who the fuck is that guy? And he was such a pretty boy. I was like, maybe he was the star grown up. And I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would I even think that? Yeah, you know, why would you think that? Right. So I had to see it again and again. As you know, I'll, I saw the movie know. four times. Congratulations. This is my fifth viewing of this piece of shit. And I can't believe it. That's a record. Now you, I can see in the frame, it's him. The director did not do a good job establishing what he looks like.
4: Yeah, it's so weird that he would have a, a framed photo of his dad's his dead dad's headshot. That's right. It's weird.
3: Now, I here's another see. thing that's really great. I mean, we've seen all three munchy films, and yes. you can't make me see a fourth. That <laughs> says you. End, at the end credits, it says, the Munch will return in Munchie Hangs 10. But it never <laughs> got made.
4: Surfing Munchie movie? Yeah. Cow, a California oh, Surfing Munchie movie? I love it
3: yes it would have been great go help a young what am i saying what am i saying in concept it's great but you would have made me watch it they would have had a puppet
4: on a surfboard yep in the ocean and he would have been helping a surf kid yeah a white surf kid boy right maybe maybe
3: did you see that santa monica heritage museum
4: yeah well you know santa monica is famous for its candles
3: Aha. Uh-huh. I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was the pier. It was, it's both, I guess.
4: Yeah. Oh, right. The pier, notorious bad movie location. Which we don't see in this film. It's a good movie. There's a bird there. Ah, oh, mind.
3: Well, he does do that. They do. do he literally says never more. They, they do do that.
4: Corman's did the Raven, you know, his famous. Oh, his. so he's
3: making a nod to himself even.
4: Yeah, it's the second time, right? We had Death Race, we have the Poe right. movies.
3: So now, um, now Carlisle is going to learn the backstory of who Munchie is, just like we did with the uh, Laughing Guy, the neighbor last oh time.
4: Oh my God, that's right.
3: We had Laughing Guy, Artie Johnson. John, Artie Johnson, right? So this is he goes. This guy's name is Steve Franken, and he's a good actor. He goes. I'm Professor Graves. M.T. Graves. Oh, M.T. Graves. Yeah, and then he goes, D- do you get it?
4: <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I should have played that. I should have oh, well, played that. Can you reenact All it, Carl? I'll be right back. Check okay. chat. Check the chat. Okay, over.
3: So Stephen, I'm not telling the audience that the chat says I got to be. So Stephen Franken, who's playing Professor Graves here, he was in Westworld, which is a favorite movie of mine. I don't mean the series of today, which was fine, but Westworld in 1973 really was a mind blower for people. The concept of a robot that's like a human. He was also in Angel and Demons uh, in 2009, which I think is the... The, um uh, the sequel to that um, gosh what is that book called uh, with Tom Hanks uh, and he was in another film called the Party in 68 which has got some fame to it but um but really those are the extensive of his impressive credits let's listen to him there's Munchy going across the Delaware. Power and wealth. That's what Carlisle's interested in. One thousand dollars. That's a little steep, don't you think? He will pay a thousand dollars. Carlisle has no problem.
2: Ah!
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. He goes, I know your face. You came here when you were a kid looking for yeah. a poison dagger for your third grade teacher. Okay, so we, it's just a funny little scene in which he learns about who Munchie is, and especially that he helped men of wealth and power. So now Carlisle's is, of course, going to steal Munchie, just like last movie.
4: Do you think Empty uh, Graves has a son named Shallow? and uh, i want you to meet my daughter i spit on your (laughs) grave it's good to meet you i spit on you yeah pronounced i spit on you (laughs) (laughs) how'd you get that name you don't want to know how'd you get the name i spit on your grave well when i was conceived
3: they were okay so now what's happening is the a miracle it's raining money
4: It's raining dollar bills. This reminds me of Ghoulies 3 house. It does. This reminds me of us at the strip club when we make it rain. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Dollar, dollar dollar bills. Monopoly money.
4: Yeah, it's like flittering dollar bills. Where's the neighbor? The neighbor doesn't show up. The neighbor will say, this money fell in my
3: lawn and I'm keeping it. He goes, well, how much is there, Mr. Poindexter? He goes,
4: $38. Really? They, they did make a hay out of this. God. Yay, thanks. We didn't earn this. I'm doing
3: some stupid punchline. That isn't funny.
4: They literally did not earn this money.
3: Nothing no, is didn't. earned in and, this But she's so dumb that she, like, is public about it. And the news people come and uh, interview her. Look at this. Isn't that stupid? Yeah, no one's grabbing the money. That's right. Now this is Tony Naples, and she was the teacher in Munchie, Mrs. Baylock, who walks in on the principal kissing the yes. uh, secretary. Right. Yeah. She was in. She she didn't do well. She was in Death Stalker too. Mm-hmm. Then she in '87. She was in Hard to Die in '90, which I don't know. But is that Steven Seagal? Go- Hard to Die was well. Then that's a credit. Yeah.
4: It sounds like it is three
3: words. Variety House Massacre, too.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know why. That.
3: Then she, that was 1990. She disappeared.
4: So this is like a mature role for her. It's like, you're not going to get killed. You don't have to take your top <laughs> That's off.
3: That's right.
4: Click. Interesting. Interesting yeah. how that news report was on my television set, and I watched it.
3: <laughs> Look, he's Best looking of- right at the audience. I'm going to get that munchie or my name isn't. He's talking to the kids. He literally yeah. to the
4: kids. That's a great way to go from a scene. Like we're live outside the studio. Cut to some guy turning off the report. Yeah, that's so TV.
3: I mean, it's so movie too. I mean, it's just serves the plot. But the thing is, um, the fact that he turned to the audience and he goes, I'm going to get that munchie kids. He said kids to the camera.
4: Really? Yeah. So he, he's, so he and there's no one else in the room, right? He was just he there.
3: broke the fourth wall, looked right at us, glasses off. Okay, basically fuck, we're getting an apology now.
4: Uh, look, you're right. Get can you get this free money off my lawn.
3: <laughs> I'm keeping. He goes thirty-eight dollars.
4: I look at the lighting. It's the middle of the day, and they still. Well, they always dead, like... make her soft. Yeah. Um, maybe they're sponsored by Coca-Cola and Vaseline. (laughs) Oh, this is good. I can buy a
3: lawnmower. $38, and it's all
4: mine. It's on my property. You lose, you snooze.
3: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Look at that. He's got a suit on. Oh, no.
4: Oh, look at his pipe. His pipe. Oh, Oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, he's got a badge. Oh, no. (laughs) You know, he was a bad cop. He's from the Treasury Department. T-Man. You know, he got fired and the the T-Man said, give me your badge and pipe. (laughs) That's right. Leave your badge and pipe. You're on suspension. You're on suspension. Put it on my desk. Here. He goes to Santa Monica Pier and throws his pipe into the ocean. Fuck this job. I quit. This is
3: too much stress. Okay, so basically, what we're learning is there is a counterfeit, uh, a group of counterfeiters. Uh, the, these serial numbers—they haven't been printed by the mint. Okay, so yeah, no, I know.
4: He's going to have to confiscate all the money. It's and funny come money. downtown for questioning. Jesus Christ! The backlight in the in the middle of the day of suburbia—it's—it's it's off-putting. I mean, she's great. I like Leslie down. Mm-hmm. Was she on, like, talk shows or game shows or something?
3: Uh, No, the last thing she was in was in 2000. She played Margaret Thatcher in, in this movie, uh, a Jesus Reagan Christ. movie. Let's see, where is it? Down returned to acting playing British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher in the biographical drama Ronald. No, Reagan, starring Dennis Quaid. So that's 2020. Uh, so she's still out there. Uh, she was on that soap opera for years. That was her. Yeah, yeah. Thing she yes. was it, the hooker nurse and Wally, meet Wally Sparks. I guess I told you all this, stuff.
4: yeah. Yeah, Wally Sparks. Wally Sparks,
3: yeah. Now, uh, who should show up just as they leave? But Munchie's up in the thing going, Come on in, big boy. I'm waiting for you, and we're gonna get oh. home alone <laughs> shit right now,
4: right? So, home alone was 90, right? 92, so this was after home alone.
3: If it was, that.
4: then they directly ripped off... Well, that's like every kid's movie has some of DNA in it. They all but, become web but bandits. But was very lit, light, mild. Look,
3: he's got a crowbar, and he pretends right. to break into the already open door.
4: he <laughs> <laughs> is it? That's for sure. <laughs> I'll put the crowbar here. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Right. Look, Look how he's sleeping. Right, such a comedic actor. Wally the Coyote is more subtle.
3: Chris, is this your
4: crowbar? What's that, Mom? What's that, Mom? I wish for a crowbar, and Munchie made it happen. (laughs) Goldfish flakes.
3: (laughs) Whoa! I guess I was wrong about that. Guess what, Mike? This is the fourth time or fifth time I've seen this movie, and I didn't ever catch that before.
4: Oh, this. Carl, actually, are you hungry? Would you like, would you care for some nuts? Yes, please. Okay. Here, let me give you the... Oh, Mike! <laughs> Mike! You better apologize to me, Mike. Uh, I'm so, listen, I'm so sorry, buddy. Let's shake on it. Okay. I
2: am going to Michael! Damn okay, it! all
4: right, calm that Carl, calm this down. Here, coming. smell the flour on my lapel. That will copy oh, oh that. <laughs> 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 oh my god, she's dripping. Okay, now look
3: at this crap. This is, he's gonna put firecrackers on Carlisle's butt. What? Yeah. I take good money for that. You, this is, you see, he's lighting the fuse, and now. Oh my, oh, my butt will hurt.
4: This is, it's a lot cheaper than bleaching your asshole, that's for sure. <laughs> damn, damn. Guinness. Oh, the kid has Guinness under his bed. Why is it I, double bed again? I've got a stunt gig for you. What is it? Doing? Uh, of course, the marbles. This is Home oh, yeah. Alone right here.
3: Right, and he goes down the stairs and doesn't even oh. get hurt.
4: Oh yeah, and we all know, Oh, the 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 skate. The skate was like the piece of resistance.
3: Look at a bowling ball.
4: Bowling <laughs> ball, a bouncing See, bowling if
3: that ball. That was real. He would be dead. His skull would crack.
4: Oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Maybe Munchie's keeping him alive just to torment him.
3: Now, Kronos is like, you're fucking around again. I mean, you're dropping bowling balls on people's heads. You're fucking around again.
4: He had a bowling ball, he had marbles to go, but that skate was lying there on its own. Look at this acting. Right. Yeah, he's great. He
3: was just lying there. He happened to.
4: Yeah. Munchie didn't put that there.
3: Fire in the butt. Again. Now there's a bonk
4: his head, you know. Did get break? Yeah, there we go.
3: I'm a comedic actor, damn it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Munchie, we're only doing one take of this. My God.
3: Look at how he does a good job. His glasses are all crooked.
4: Uh.
3: I got whipped cream in my face.
4: <laughs> right in the eye. Damn it, I gotta go to work.
3: Now, wait, let me put this up, because this is very, she's getting electrocuted. Dumbass. So he goes, Munchie goes, oh no, kryptonite potato. What? See the potatoes above his head? <laughs> Yeah. I'm telling
1: you, yeah, I break myself just... up in moments like this. I get to kryptonite potato.
4: <laughs> did you hear it? He got yeah, oh, are... Kryptonite potatoes. <laughs> now he's knocked out. Carl, what just happened? What did he press and make those potatoes fall on his head? I don't know how it sprung loose, but Kryptonite, I
3: think he threw something. I'm not sure. No,
4: he clicked, he clicked the wall switch.
3: And the potatoes fell? Yeah. Look, the, at the door's kryptonite. open.
4: Is this your crowbar? Looks like someone used a crowbar to open an unlocked door.
3: <laughs> now Carlisle will come out uh, and they will begin it. to chase him and when they do they leave the house wide open
4: yeah. it's care? a leave bank's it problem alone? it's a bank's problem at this point
3: right right it is you're right so she's like recently I lost my job and she goes well don't worry ma'am I actually happen to also be the love interest really I was going to say Yep, that's what they're yeah. doing. Now, it'll only be implied. They'll never, like, you know... I've got your... The film's you right, racing right? to an end now. We're go- We're really? in our Act 3 chase.
4: I kind of enjoy this movie. I don't want it to end. Oh, wow.
3: Okay, I'm going to remind you you said that. Yeah. But- Oof. Oof, get out of my
4: way. I've got a bag... <laughs>
3: Now, there's no, like, Carlisle, yeah, that's my boss. There's none of that. Yeah. So they're like, he's like, they've got Munchie, and the mom's like, who are you fucking talking about? And she's like, who cares? Let's go. Now, was that a right car for Carlisle, right? That was a pretty crappy car.
4: Uh, Yeah, well, that's his getaway car, you know. He hijacked, he carjacked a car. And then uh, he, he broke into a car, hot-wired it, I should say.
3: I don't think he did. He, I think that was supposed to be yeah. his car. He showed up uh, in it. Look at the Death Race 2000 shot yeah. that you saw earlier. I
4: know. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get out of that plastic bag?
3: Now, the internet claims that this is edited from Little Miss Millions' car chase end scene. But I went to Little Miss Millions, fast-forwarded, and I do not find this either. So, Weird. Now you I, can kind of tell it's a stunt man with just some prop in the back that's flopping around.
4: <laughs> they, they said, "Okay, puppeteer, just leave the puppet here." Uh,
3: and it did. It just bounces and flops every time they go to the stunt man. Take a look at the back seat. You'll see it's boing, bouncing. You see you that see. bumpy
4: head? We just saw the scene. They're driving. Well, like it
3: is the same death race footage, but no, this is its own, I guess. But I mean, I think it,
4: they, right? I think they repeated the sequence. Yeah, I think so.
3: Now we find out, first of all, you can call him by his first name. That's the first love interest bear. Yeah. Broken. And then he reveals to the kid that he knew Munchie when he was a kid.
4: Interesting. What yeah. movie? Also, have you noticed that she's ripping onto the seatbelt? Like, she's never used doesn't English, we don't use Well, just when we get back to the mom. Okay. the end Down is, like, gripping onto her seatbelt.
3: Won't that, there is she, Yeah, I so she let yeah, go of it. Yeah, she that, just let, let go of it. Seat. Wouldn't that make the click go away? You know, the, if she
4: okay. loose when it. Well, it's bad form. As someone who never drives and sits in the passenger seat, you know, if you're gripping onto your seatbelt, it means you're nervous about the person driving.
3: Ah, that's, I see. It's a movie trick it's a mood conveyor okay so the cops are now part of the chase because they drove by and just to be a stereotypical movie the guy flung a donut into the back seat (laughs) is he irish (laughs) oh well kids get that joke that's death race 2000 right yeah yeah it didn't have the line in the middle of the road
4: so, oh, so Munchie can escape out all this. Oh, <laughs> <the
3: last. laughs> what we were finding out is that Munchie was controlling the car. He's not, look, I've lost the steering. I'm a comedic actor.
4: No, fruit stand.
3: the fruit stand? It's, okay. it, the it's going to land on its feet.
4: It's going to land on its feet. Boom, boom. Well, that's a big landing.
3: So he's fine.
4: He's fine. They hit, the wheels hit the ground. He, he can roll. Hey, the car works, too.
3: What a horrible crash that was, right? Mike, you just noted it yourself. I mean, it bounced like it was on a trampoline. Look, I'm a does... tractor.
4: Where did they get that fruit stand? I, wow. Honestly, Carl, I've never seen a movie where there's a fruit stand off the freeway.
3: Well, as you know, I'm from LA, and believe me, that fruit stand has always been there. Oh, on the five? Oh, Look the at this. Way too big. Whoa. Way too Whoa. big. It
4: it's like Chuck Norris explosion. Mike, have you
3: seen a car explosion in your life? I have.
4: You have when? Was this at Walker State College? No, this was
3: in, like, Lincoln Park, New Jersey. Uh, What was it like? It was... There was... It was terrible. There was a pop and a... You know, but it was right under where the gas tank was. Horrible smoke. Horrible smoke. But I'm saying, when the explosion happened, the pop itself, you didn't even see flame. I mean, it was under... The gas tank. Oh, right. It was like a, a RNG. It, it wasn't even a flash. It was, I don't know. Okay, so now the cops are like, you harassed my wife and fired her. Really? So he's getting his just desserts. And the love interest is like, don't worry. If your friend was anything like mine, I'm sure he got
4: out in time. So he did get hit on the head with a bowling ball. He did fall on the ground, mm-hmm. but t- a half hour later, he's just covered with cream. That's the only, like, uh, collateral damage. That's right, and the steering wheel stuck to his hand. <laughs> that cream was on his fucking face for, like, the whole car chase. Con- Thank you, continuity person. Yeah, right, because you doing a great job in this movie. How about a bump on the head, huh? Oh, look at that. You know, if you open up that photo, on the other side is his
3: credits. (laughs) That's right. He's such a pretty boy, and you'll see at the end. So now he's like, oh, Munchie, Munchie, Munchie. Oh, it's the Munchie Show.
4: Oh, that's another 80s thing, making a 50s sitcom.
3: Right. Well, he's like, it's the Munchie Show starring me, Munchie, and tonight's special guest is you guessed it, me, Munchie, ha, ha, ha.
4: Oh, god! so this is like a Carson parody?
3: I guess, but it's basically him. He's come back to say goodbye, and he's, he's like, shot on What do you think, Geraldo. What did you
1: win? Visiting our old friend Caroline in jail. They finally had to
4: move to the cycle ward. <laughs> he, does, he does. not sound like Howard Hessman.
1: He
3: doesn't even look. Don Luis was great. Howard Hessman yeah. does not have the right voice. It's not interesting enough.
4: No, he because, has a great voice. I, I I disagree. Howard Hesman has one of those unique voices. You can totally it tell is, his voice. Yes, you
3: can totally. That's Dr. Johnny Fever. It is. Yeah. But okay, okay. I I guess it's a matter of opinion. I just think uh, Dom DeLuise crushed it. He had the crushed right it. voice and accent and everything.
4: Oh, yeah. And just the right spirit to this silly movie. You know, like right. he just, yeah.
3: When, But when Munchie is laughing as Dom DeLuise, I was believing it. When it's Johnny, Dr. Johnny Fever, it's like a fake laugh. I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. bye, Munchie.
4: Bye, Munchie. He goes, you can't leave
3: now. The money was counterfeit. He goes, no, but I got your mom a new job and maybe a new stepfather.
4: <laughs> and then he goes back to heaven. It's the same fucking celebrities? I think yeah. they're there on purpose.
3: Well, it was the same day they shot both scenes. It had to be,
4: right? Do you think, like, Kronos, like, hey, Kronos, can we hang out and watch you tell losers to fuck off? Oh, there's the dad. There's the dad. That he's handsome.
3: Right, and when you first see this film, you're like, who the fuck is that guy? Because they didn't emphasize it enough in the picture. <laughs> they could have had a flashback, right?
4: God, what a puppeteer cheats throughout this entire movie. I just happen to sit on this giant chair. <laughs> Why?
3: So they're like, okay, we're not sending you to the most boring place in the uh, universe, but we're not convinced yet, so you got to help one more person, Bill Clinton. Uh, uh, holy shit. Uh-huh.
4: God, look how young he is and fat. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have those cool cheeks. You're seeing the president now with his ghouls? Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, because as a rich person, the doctor said, look, you got to lose weight or you're going to die. And so he like got a staff of people and said, fucking just hold me down. If I'm going to the bridge, <laughs> just hold me down. And
4: he Andrew Stevens. A great life. I want to give it up to Andrew Stevens Whoa. for Jack Trippering this movie. Ace Mask. All right, Carl. Yeah. Gosh, there's Elvis. I know there's a final scene, so I will ask you this quickly. What did you think of this movie? I thought this movie was terrible.
3: I enjoyed it for your home, <gasps> right? It, it's yeah. the end. Of, it's the trilogy. Uh, yes,
4: we did it. Yeah. But did you see the listing? I have to say that one of the band members was Fred Olin Ray, who is a prolifically bad movie director. He does ah. all those, like, Skinamax movies. He has a, you know, he still cranks them out. He's probably best for, uh, like, Evil Tunes, which is like uh, Roger Rabbit who, uh, I don't know, these these cartoons show up and, like, have sex with women. Oh, well, that can happen. Yeah, so he's in the band. So you've seen this movie five times and you really liked it? Uh, either no, either four or five and
3: this was my fifth or six, I forget. But... Uh... It was, uh, I don't know, it was badly done, and it's a terrible, fa- I mean, they tried, they tried, and it was for kids, and it's Corman, and so the thing is, you know what you're getting with Corman, you're getting a, I don't fucking care, but I kind of do care. I want you to like me as a B-movie person, so I'm going to throw in some fun stuff for you, but pretty much I'm just trying to get through it.
4: I liked liked the Death Rate 2000 scene. I thought that was a nice touch for just, you know, we're obviously watching Corman movies. Like, that's the only reason why we're watching this. and uh, So it's a nice little nod. Yeah, but it's a piece of shit movie.
3: Hmm. Yeah, my opinion. Swing batter. Lyrics by the director. You make me hungry. That was a great song. Performed by Mr. Moderation. It's Uh, That Bob Sheridan one, he's the guy who's, like, all over movies uh
4: doing the music yeah bob seroton well they probably have him in a, in a room come on Madame sola reader and advisor he's he's fortune teller to my pal rj <laughs> there's a spiritual advisor on this film credit i've never seen that before
3: well it's probably like the director's wife he's like i'm not paying for this anymore we'll build it into the budget because i'm going to her
4: yeah, right. I'm she gets me. She gets me. Uh, last time I went to a fortune teller, Carl, I sat down there and she took out a deck of cards and she started making columns. And I'm like, Are you playing <laughs> solitaire? She goes, Yeah, on the receptionist. The munch will return. Uh, Muzzy hangs in. And then uh, Muzzy strikes back. Classic. I don't know if
3: that joke is good enough to steal, though.
4: Uh, no, no, I use that joke. Oh, okay.
3: Well, so and, what? We're 3,000 miles so we're going, apart. Oh,
4: here, sh- sh- Okay, here it he comes. Post scene. My baby. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. There you go. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. That is it. We are done with Munchie movies. Maybe <laughs> never fucking watch yeah. Munchie. Hang Munchies. Up. Munchie. Munchie strikes back. We're done. We're Thank done. Carl. God. Thank well, God. But the show keeps going. Ah, uh, we will be back next Sunday. Our show will drop on the uh, podcast feed. By the way, I hope you subscribed. Obviously, at the end of this show, maybe you have L W A F L M O Y T is our podcast name. Carl, we'll be back next week. We completed the Munchies trilogy. Yes, and we talked about this on the show. And there's another quote-unquote trilogy that we talked about. Right. Our our favorite direction, director. It begins with the N his last name was the N too I don't even remember.
3: <laughs> he's not a good director. That's why he's your favorite. Can't even well, remember his name. That makes him I your favorite.
4: Remember. I remember his movies. We watched two of them. There's King of the Mountain about uh racing down Mulholland Drive and he also made Las Vegas Lady Las which Vegas doesn't, Lady. Take, place. doesn't yeah. take place in Mulholland Drive but that was with Stella Stevens. And he had a long career making TV movies, but those two were one of his rare theatrically released films. And next week we're going to watch a third uh, theatrical release film from him from 1979. We're going to be watching the bowling epic. Yeah. Dreamer. (laughs) Great. Not too generic.
3: So uh, there is a trailer dreamer 1979 trailer and it's called Night of the Trailers, but there's right. two of them. Let's so see. Yeah, uh... does it? It looks like it matters. So pick the first one, which is Night of the Trailers, which has 1,000 views, 1K views, and it says two years ago. It's two minutes and seventeen.
4: Okay, I see it. By the way, this is not the Dreamers or dreamer or right it's just not a that there's a lot of movies
3: like that you have to put in dreamer 1979 trailer and you will right. get to night of the trailers is our channel one okay. two minutes
4: 17 gotcha all right ladies and gentlemen go ahead, ahead and pause it if you want to watch the trailer with us we'll put we'll crank up the sound on this uh, now i have a comedian from new jersey to are you doing the sound sure Okay. It's, it's just putting my phone in on my headset. All right, okay. and then three, two, one, go. After three days of grueling
2: competition. <that- laughs> grueling. Championship match. What is the comfort 27 years old with the game here in Nottingham? The new place in professional bowling
3: will be trying to unseat. Now he's from Animal House. Tim Matheson.
4: Right. Well, Animal House was 78, and this is 79. You just knocked over those
3: pins? Oh, that's a strike. (laughs) That's your first strike, buddy. Look, Tim, I arranged all
4: these pins. Crash, hey! Hey! That's a strike! Hey, Carl, check out my bowling ball. Oh, cool. What you doing? Don't roll. Give it back. Why is it? Spare me.
3: Now I've seen this film And it is bland It is. It
4: bland. is You're gonna well, love the, it Bland movies are the best of Riff Right? Okay. Not comedy yes. Jack Gordon This Jack Gordon is in this and he is the uh,
3: Rocky uh, uh, You know Rock! You didn't even see that
4: coming He's Get gonna burn you out there said, Roll the ball Stop getting your Ball in the gutter there Dreamer so he's our Burgess
3: Meredith. And these are our insulting, and that's a real bowler right there, and he's famous, and uh, it's a big deal that he's in the movie.
4: Oh, I love 70s bowling. Did you ever watch like Bowling for Dollars or Celebrity Bowling? I, yes, I unfortunately have seen full episodes of both those
3: stupid-ass shows. If you could go, if I could go back and do something else with my life, I would.
4: <laughs> no, no. Carl, it's on Tubi. It's on a streaming service. Celebrity so, bowling. I watched a couple episodes. What
3: to avoid? What to avoid? So uh, you can see, he freezes time to prevent the other guy from winning.
4: Ah, uh, Tim Matheson.
3: I can't read the the. Credits. Susan Berkeley. You, she, you'll know her from oh, what was her show? Well, I'll tell you during the episode, of
4: course. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to get into the awesome world in 1970s, professional bowling. Our next film, Dreamer. Not to be confused with Kingpin. Right. uh, But, yeah. Or, yeah. or, Or. The Big Lebowski. Yeah, that's probably the bowling movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, these kids today, they're like, Big Lebowski this and Kingpin that. Back in my day, we had Dreamer. Yeah, that's right. Nobody was like, Dreamer this
3: dreamer that did you avoid
4: dreamer no i saw it oh i saw geez. it all right well all right so there's something that's exciting i hope you guys uh can can stand the weight of seven days before we watch dreamer on next week's show unless uh, they're Carl- podcasting unless they're podcasting and it's the
3: future and they just go to the next movie
4: yeah right well we hope we hope it was a good show Enjoy. uh we'll, we'll, We'll find out next Sunday. Carl, thank, thank you. you so much. What a pleasure. Thank you for thank watching you. this movie five times. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> All right. Uh, audience. thank you guys so much. We, uh, and of course, Mutiny e Radio, our heroes. Uh, there might be a live show after hours if you're streaming to us right now. So just keep, keep, uh, don't change that dial. And uh, we'll see Damn. you next Damn. time. Double,
3: double, double. Hey, hey. Hey. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. <laughs> you can watch if you wanna You can slap Spiegelman's behind L W A F L A Man A on New Radio. It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! mutiny. It's, it's pronounced mutiny! Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutin-ay. mutiny Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman. Oh,
0: Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. <laughs>
5: air to consciousness, the ground wire electric offset popped towards the sediment glacial frozen in space and time amidst the balance of settlement, and towards the just, and the fish, well. They look towards land and the opportunity of bone and thus our particular friend, the spiny and fiddly one, make his way not eaten to the coast to meet slight like crust and crustacean towards the belief that all is possible, and the cell agree, as traveled and forsoothed into a matter of guimac of the 75% with the balance of 10 to the nought of survival, and those either in the or their 50 stroke 50 chances of the empathetic towards the motionary or perhaps, the 15% give and take half land of 7.5% to survive, and the large do, and so do the small ones, in every percentages and endeavors. The disposition of calcium as a catalyst of storage towards strength is of particular interest to its element, of perhaps and the other life and death was the pursuit and pursuant of some, if not the other, and so this element remains as the catalyst towards the pursuant of just, and just that, in all spaces, juxtaposed were the elements of air and application of health as wisdom, with perhaps, Back to Earth, we have our sky ground, and the odd thunderclap so that only that electron set off consciousness would hear the tumble, find it or will it be yeast, of the rising decision of the nought plus. Our fellow Italian tosses both olive side and a heart as presents towards presentry of a circular motion, hence the spin of a spread of crust to be realized and a stone made from the ground of Earth to present the love towards the air induction and furthering of such a spread of wealth amongst the planet. Perhaps and still, those amongst the stars are still affixed and just and just so betwixt in their pinhole of panorama as film towards and about the future of self, this non-gravity is a humor for the exhilarant to escape and miss, hence the oddness towards landing, and ever flight, as unwritten, spacious as we are, the escape from time is a craving match with gravity, from the very constant which we crave, as entities of functions we, the we, are and are, and at any rate. Decisions multiplex as organs of organisms and the justly neutronic reversals from and about the reception of perhaps a party, just rested arrived and prepared with a nail of gap spacing for the memory of an eternity, if not too dull or dry, or perhaps those are the track gappings of vinyl, lacquer painted justly ruby stone of the discovered towards the projection of discovered, as tooled and admired, tooled just thus as its quartz would be to resonate as itself, and thus Lang towards the language and utilization of thus and just are just the endeavor of pause with reason, and the ish is the squish portion, both spongy like anemonia to feed the ocean of air towards well the just and cooperation of our pausal reflex of the communicative in the ideal of ish. And thus and forward concludes our kind in kind atom and its elective responses of the nearity towards forward and quite forward sparity and just. This is Aqua Q.
2: 6 o'clock, yeah, uh, it
0: it is, I'm not lying, I'm not lying. Have you seen that vigilante man, have you seen that that vigilante vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. This week on Bug House Square. Well, what
4: is... Ah, let me turn this down a minute I mean, so I can really, like, uh, lean into this. This is, uh... <coughs> I brought a bunch of records. I, I'm really kind of, uh, I feel, uh, not quite whole from last week's, uh, lack of records but um Rainy uh, night I'm, I'm, i shouldn't say that i i i feel <clears throat> i feel real good right now and i feel like it's uh because i'm going to be able to play two hours of excellent music so thanks for doing what you got to do to do this is bug out square and um off we go Mini radio dig
0: we pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place, man. Come along and we give him a little raise. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man, and he said, "Unite, all you working men." and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard him all over the land